Hi everyone, welcome to the Planet K2 Performance Fix podcast. Today I'm with one of our coaches, Jim. How are you, Jim? I'm very well, thank you, Adam. Brilliant. Um, today we are talking about looking after yourself to perform, um, which is a really interesting area and I guess covers a range of topics. Jim, I'm, I'm really interested in what do you mean by looking after yourself? Uh, looking after yourself is a fairly wide descriptive, Adam, I, I admit. Um, I mean, looking after yourself physically and mentally, uh, not, uh, for life, but also uh, in particular for work, so you can perform in whatever it is that you're doing. So uh, we know that looking after yourself uh, aids your performance physically and mentally. It impacts in things, areas like mood and concentration and decision making. Um, and it's it's enormous in the sense that obviously if, if you think about a, a minus 10 to plus 10 scale uh, minus 10 being I'm ill and I'm off well well clearly you want to avoid that um, so avoidance of illness is one thing and certainly if you work for big companies they tend to uh, w- want that as well they, they, they don't want you to be ill and some cases if you're particularly ill there's uh, uh, employee support programs whether you're mentally or physically ill to get you back to work but but I'm also talking about uh, on that minus 10 to plus 10 scale doing what you can to be as close to sort of plus 10 as possible so that you're able to perform uh, towards your potential mm-hmm. that makes sense and in terms of looking after yourself do people often do you find people neglect um the mental side i i think a lot of people would say looking after yourself well i'm you know i've got to stay in shape i've got to eat healthy and 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 exercise what about the the mental side i'm quite interested about that i think people neglect both and they often go together so you know look around us and we can we can see people who've uh neglected themselves potentially uh, potentially neglected themselves physically uh, yeah you wouldn't see it on the mental side but uh um you know the the you, you you can see it when people become ill in both cases but you wouldn't necessarily see when people were feeling great um mentally or physically mm-hmm. okay and I'm, I'm really interested in in knowing about um sort of whether you know at planet k2 or, or the work that you do whether there are any sort of underlying principles or approaches that you take and, and you deliver to to customers or, or people uh, I think there are several underlying principles. Um, uh, the first one, probably for me, and this is partly uh, probably my own personality, is something around common sense. So that's a bit boring, but but common sense, uh, applying what you know, doing what you know, um, that would be one big thing. Uh, I think a second thing, uh, something that I've particularly picked up from my colleague Matt Barker, is that the world is working against us here. So if you start from the point of view of saying, well, the world's in trying to encourage us to eat more of things that we don't necessarily need, the wrong things and too much of them. The world's encouraging us to move around less. So we've got cars and travelators and lifts and luggage with wheels on uh, and remote controls. And uh, with the number of TV channels and the internet that we have, the world's actually encouraging us to sleep less so all of that adding up means you you know you've got to make good choices uh if you want to be not only well but performing at your optimum and there's no single factor there's no single recipe here this is more about as a principle knowing yourself and making as many good choices as you can for you so i'd, I'd sum it up in that way and uh, whatever your starting point is so 
Uh, I saw a chap called Andy Barrow speaking in a podcast very recently, and uh, Andy is a ex-British um, Olympian, Paralympian, uh, captain of the wheelchair basketball team at London 2012, uh, had a, a, an accident when he was uh, 18 or so, I believe, left with about 20% use of his body. So he, he he's talking about the principle of, well, if this is what I got, I'm absolutely going to make the most of what I have. Mm. And that principle is a really useful one as well. And in terms of of people making good choices, what what are your what's your advice around that? I I, I can imagine there's a lot of information out there um, in terms of people you know want to Google or find stuff out in terms of you know what should I be eating? You know what's what's the perfect amount of sleep? Um, so how do people go about doing that? What what's your advice in terms of that? Really good question. Um, my what's my advice? Well, uh, yeah, read, listen. Uh, listen to what people do um, but then ultimately decide for yourself and uh, I did an online nutrition course uh, a short while ago with uh, through EDX uh, who provide a lot of high quality online courses from some top establishments and one of the things I certainly picked up from that was uh, to be skeptical about who's writing and providing the information that you're picking up and why you know who even if it's a research body uh, who's funded the research and are there um, vested interest involved so it's kind of linked to the common sense point if if something seems too good to be true um quite possibly it is so uh this is back to kind of do, doing doing what you know you know um don't i think as a, as a as a tip here i'm thinking about don't willfully underperform as we would put it by not doing what you know to be good for you mm-hmm and uh, I'm I'm interested. It's, it's it's not necessarily going off topic, but the, the world of social media plays plays a huge factor um, in terms of people looking after yourself. I think a lot of people will watch these, whether they are celebrities or people who become very famous on different apps and different types of media. In terms of how they're looking after yourself, you see a lot of the people within the world of of fitness. Um, do you think that's becoming a a problem in terms of people are seeing these people looking after themselves in this way and they've got these perfect bodies and they seem to be very happy and enjoying themselves. Do you, th- do you see that as a bit of a problem um, in terms of how people are trying to manage themselves and, and maybe focus on, on different parts of their performance? I think potentially yes. I think there's nothing wrong with having role models uh, and uh, trying to be as good as you want. So, so working towards whatever your idea of perfect is is can be really useful. But but demanding that perfection of yourself can be really uh, unhelpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so so knowing what good looks like for you is becomes really useful. And um, it, it reminds me, um, you know, for, for people uh, who, who lived in the world pre-social media, uh, there was an explosion of um, gyms and gymnasiums. I'm thinking that probably happened in the 80s or so. And suddenly everybody's going to the gym. Now, gyms are great for some people, but they're really not great for other people who would prefer to exercise on their own or don't want to be in a room full of other people who are either hot and sweaty or looking perfect. Mm-hmm. So, Having having yeah, role models and lots of information is useful, but but I'd encourage people to have the confidence to apply their own common sense to what they're seeing and reading. Mm-hmm. And a, an interesting point that you made about sort of the the world is sort of working against you and or, or against us. Can do you think businesses can can do more? And you hear about some organisations who 
um, help their employees in terms of they might have um, you know like a running track at the top of the building or or things where people are encouraged to walk more um, and look after themselves um, have you heard of of being in any businesses where they are helping their employees to, to look after themselves better um, yeah I have and, and I think always businesses can do more but I, I, I'd also think that as, a, as a, another underlying principle that the main responsibility for looking after yourself begins with you mm-hmm. so um, uh, I, I wouldn't be sort of blaming other things I think when you're working let's say you're working long hours it does become a particular challenge to eat well and get whatever activity that you want but the responsibility for, for managing that lies with you great if you're if your boss or your employer is helping you to do that, but even if they're not, I don't think you can blame them uh, as such for um, uh, whatever choices you're making. Mm-hmm. And and within that, I think comes the area of, for for me to in my mind comes the area of motivation, um, because in some ways I, I would see looking after yourself as as a way of you've got to be quite, you know, highly motivated. Um, are there any sort of, or is there any advice you'd give to people in terms of who might be struggling and, and are looking to, to become better at this in terms of looking after themselves and maybe improve their motivation? Um, motivation, I, I think most people are naturally motivated to want to feel good, feel confident about what they're doing, um, feeling control of the choices that they're making so i'd be looking to apply that just to this particular part of life as well so um people setting individual goals goals can help goals can be a really useful tool um if you want to sort of uh, channel your motivation in a particular direction um i don't know that begins to answer the question there adam yeah and uh, i'm interested to know in terms of your learning um, where have you learned what, you, what you've learned? I think uh, from lots of different places. The, the question reminds me, years ago I was working with a, um, a chap who was an elite-level sprinter, and I asked him about how he, how he gets mentally ready uh, for a race when the gun goes off, 100-metre sprint, and he, 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 in a very short space of time, rattled off 16 or 17 different ways in which he, he gets mentally ready, and I asked him that question, and he said, well, it's a mixture of trial and error, things I've picked up from people that I've um, I've run with and other, other competitors, etc. I think it'd be the same for me. It'd be a mixture of um, uh, uh, going right back to doing a sports science degree, um, a, a master's in applied sports psychology, the nutrition course. I think I'm interested, and, I, and I've learned things from particular people as I've gone along as well, mm-hmm. um, who've also uh, uh, helped out here. Um, and I quite like the the, the trial error approach in, in a sense of I think quite a lot of people might be afraid to, to test out new things, but in some ways you, you've got to to test out that stuff to see where you can improve, where you can get better. You know what works for you and what, and what doesn't. Um, so I, I find that you know really interesting. Yeah, I, I, and I think you know an example would be uh, you know ex- exercising before work or in the evening. Personally, I find if I exercise, particularly if I try and do any kind of intensive exercise in the morning, I find I'm tired in the afternoon. Whereas I know for other people that's a really uh, good time for them to exercise. It feels it energizes them, wakes them up for the day, as well as providing health benefits. Um, I prefer to, to do something like a walk or a run at the end of the day when I can let my thoughts settle and I find it good sort of mental time as much as physical time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to, to sort of the, the theme in terms of, you know, people looking after themselves. We, we have 
all this information, we're talking about information where, you know, online we've got all research that says you should be sleeping between seven to nine hours, you should be drinking X amount of, of water a day. Is it is it about, you know, a person just finding that middle ground, really? Because I think a lot of people can go to that stream of saying, well, I've got to be doing that stuff. Um, so what are your, your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I, I think that I remember my... so. I remember hearing a nutritionist talking on the radio, an American, uh, plugging a book. But, but I thought he made, he made a lot of sense to me. Um, and he had some of his own rules for eating. Uh, and, and these were, were perfectly valid to me. They were things like um, always sit down and eat when you can with other people when you can. Um, uh, try not to buy anything with more than five ingredients, i.e., when possible, put your own food together. Uh, one of his rules was... Um, don't eat anything that your great-grandparents wouldn't recognize as food. Yeah. Now, now, as a general rule, again, I find that one really useful. Um, one of my uh, grandparents used to say moderation in everything, and I used to think that was really boring advice, moderation in everything. Later on, I heard someone say including moderation. Now, I quite like that because that gives you the opportunity to blow out occasionally or do whatever you want. Mm. But um, uh, that, that, that in itself, I think, is quite a useful tip. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And it, it, on the topic of, of tips, what would your, what would your top tips be um, for someone or, or for anyone who's looking to, to improve and, and look after themselves? So I've I've mentioned one or two of these already. Um, you know, we, we, there's underlying principles that the world is get, working against you, and there's no single uh, answer or factor here. There are multiple factors. But um, you know, I, I'd have the heading "Eat Well." Now that's not going to sell a lot of books, is it? But just mm. eat well, and we and we know what eat, most people know what eating well means. Uh, I believe. Um, uh, so so have have your own rules for eating. You can think about what to eat when to eat and how much to eat and it's difficult to escape from those those three things um uh when it comes to sort of activity or exercise and, and food you know something is better than nothing if you haven't got time to uh do um uh, an hour to do what you would like to do then do something for 10 minutes or go for a walk um or or, or yeah deliberately use the stairs at work i know somebody who who did that for for three months in preparation for a long distance walk and uh, they found it made a tremendous difference mm -hmm. so um you know i'd almost recommend that someone wrote down their own top 10 tips to themselves and that would work for them as well mm -hmm. So it sounds like in some ways it's very it's making those conscious decisions. You know, I quite like it in terms of you know walking. Um, it's same with you know if someone's going on the train and some we know that some stations you know you could walk quicker than you know if you are sitting on the train somewhere. Um, if you are maybe in London or potentially working somewhere else. Um, what about the the way that people think about this? Is there are there any tips in terms of of that? Um, yeah, lots of different ways in terms of thinking about it. I was, I, you got me, uh, my mind then playing with the idea of uh, uh, some people will understand that um, when it comes to learning and, and, and doing things, uh, if you can get to the point where you're unconsciously competent at doing something, then that's a great end point to reach. I think whilst that's true, there's nothing wrong with being consciously competent as well. So uh, being mindful of what you, of the decisions that you're making. Uh, and how well you're looking after yourself rather than just um, finding yourself going along um, to make a point, I'd almost say zombie-like, without making decisions all the time. Um, you, you run the risk, that's all, you run the risk over time of, of not, not ending up in a place where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
And we spoke earlier around goals. Um, so what is it? What's your advice in terms of of people setting goals, but also you know whether those are sort of planning for for the long term, well for the short term and long term. Yeah, goal. I think got you can use successfully use goals for both. So I think a lot of what we've been talking about so far has been sort of long term, longer term principles of of, of looking after yourself. Um, and uh, you know when when I uh, occasionally I go, you know, if I go running, which I try and do when I can, I get some exercise, and people might say you're training for something, and uh, not too facetiously, I hope I answer, yeah, I'm training for life mm. because I find that running helps me mentally to do that so i guess i have a long-term goal to continue to exercise i think it's been a habitual part of my life up to now anyway but i think we can also use um goals much more specifically for, for shorter term events but we can also start to apply these principles to um uh much more shorter term uh areas of focus so if you've got a a week of work coming up when you know you're going to be extremely busy for example or a week of a lot of travel or long meetings then you can start to just think about where are the moments when I'm going to be able to pause how well can I really eat this particular week you know you can start to apply these things in in a much more tighter time frame mm-hmm. and I, I found it you know I found it amusing there where you where you said about um, in terms of people ask you what you're running for I've had very similar um, experiences in terms of sort of running or, or cycling and I, I think that's a great way of looking at you know it's I'm doing it to, to look after myself to, to stay healthy whereas a lot of people assume you are training for something if you are running long distances or or exercising regularly which is which is really interesting in terms of the way that we we live and how we are um, in terms of people I, I want to know Jim for someone let's say someone is is wanting to start um, looking after themselves and start improving what would do you have any sort of tips for someone who who just wants to start that journey? Uh, maybe they've been struggling a few months. Maybe they've started to realise that physically and mentally things are um, starting to impact them in the way that they they don't want. So, what would your your tips be for someone who just wants to start that that process? Yeah, it's difficult to give generic advice because mm-hmm. people are in the, in completely their own situation and they've got their own personalities. Um, I think things that would spring to mind though are if you can start small and start to have a feeling of like do I'm doing something and I'm in control of what I'm doing and I'm starting to achieve and I'm starting to feel more confident. So it's almost like you're you're seeing what you want to do as as a challenge that you embrace rather than something that that feels like a, just an absolute burden to you. So um, if you don't do any exercise currently and you'd like to do some, don't put yourself off by going and doing so much that you just hate it and then and then you are put off. Rather, if you can start and build incrementally, that, that would be useful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be one, one, one immediate thing that, that might be helpful for lots of people. And I, I would assume within that as well, that you know in within that process is about people finding a way to to give themselves a sense of sort of achievement and pleasure when they're doing those things um as well as you know if it, it's feeling good but to so that they it improves their their sort of mo- their mood and, and their mental well-being as well yeah definitely definitely you know we we, we know um uh, doctors uh, uh treating people um with sometimes with mental illness might prescribe physical activity of some sort to help with that um uh so yeah people 
we're back 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 to some same principles here of, of of finding your way and what works for you but if you can you know i think even if you are a habitual exerciser uh, you're really good at what you're eating um you're really good at looking after yourself like you know the world doesn't make that easy for you all the time mm-hmm. so keeping keeping on top of these things is is sometimes as hard as as starting maybe that's not true mm-hmm. starting is difficult i acknowledge that yeah and uh, coming back to, to to organizations and businesses and i i know it's you know we spoke about it it, it does start with you um an, an individual um do you think there are some organizations that do need to um take a bit more responsibility and do need to help their employees um do you think they need to realize the importance of looking after yourself you know you often hear stories of of people who are extremely stressed and and those environments aren't um nurturing um in terms of helping people or or supporting them um what's your thoughts on on that i think education can help within within organizations and to individual sort of managers and leaders about what their responsibilities are and recognizing the signs when people are about to become actually ill mentally or physically because i said no nobody wants people to become ill and fall over i think less people are tuned into the idea that we've been talking about here which is not only avoid getting into the naught to minus 10 area but rather than thinking about if you get this right what difference will it make to how well you perform uh, and how well you can work so um and but i would widen the sort of business and employer uh, um uh, piece into the environment that you talk about and here you're now also including the people that you mix with and you socialize with and your friends and family and they're also important influences and factors in you making the choices that you make because it's very difficult to do those things if everybody around you is is not doing things to help themselves and uh, and maybe discouraging you in that respect sure and and i think that's a really firstly i really liked how you said in terms of you know people being able to spot the signs of symptoms i think that's very very um, important i think that comes from better education and people getting in professionals who can provide them with that knowledge and i also love um, how you spoke about you know the importance i guess we you know i forgot there that we have you know people their partners their family and their colleagues they all play a huge role um by helping to to build some of these these things, whether it's you know exercise going for for groups or whether it's mental well being doing relaxation with the the family, so um, I think it's it's fascinating um, to look at. I think Adam, yeah, and you know from what what I've uh, uh, studied around uh, briefly around obesity, uh, if we just focus on that as a as an individual um piece then you know it it it, it is a multi-factored problem it it based on uh what what's your environment what's your availability of food uh, role models exercise activity where you live your your sort of um uh, upbringing into sort of um social factors and all sorts now if you widen that then right up to the looking after yourself piece all the same things apply mm if you've if you've grown up um actually you know not knowing what good looks like you're you're in a much different starting place to at least if you know that now you've just only got to get on and apply it yeah so uh, yeah. It, it, it is it's 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 a it's a big piece no it's a, you know it's a fascinating um area to look at and i think it's um again you know you know this stuff around obesity is, is very very interesting um jim i think we've we've come to the 
the end of our podcast. I think we could we could chat about this for for hours. It's such a fascinating area um, in terms of just the you know not only the physical side but also the mental side in terms of what people um, are starting doing or, or can be doing. Um, so I, I I just wanted to ask if people want to find out more information um, potentially about what we do, where would be the best place to to go for that. Uh, best place for people to look. I mean, obviously they're on in in the performance room already. Probably if they're listening to this podcast. But uh, yeah, we've a website, um, theperformanceroom.co.uk, um, which people can log into. And there's lots of, um, I think, uh, valid uh, information about looking after yourself. And, and we're not pushing any particular agenda here, other than helping people to perform better. And, and that that feels important to me. Um, uh, when it comes to nutrition, I've heard recommended that uh, a diabetes website. Um, Trying to remember the actual uh, the UK Diabetes Organisation. Just you know, put, uh, 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 trying to uh, promote a a healthy diet. Not, mm. not no more than that. Just just a just a healthy diet rather than some sort of obscure diet. Um, so that might be useful for some people as well. Brilliant. And if people want the, to contact you direct, where yeah, you? they can contact me. My email address is is uh, Jim C. That's J I M C for Constable. Jim C at planetk2.com, and uh, happy to respond to anybody who wants to drop me a line. Brilliant. Also, well, think, uh, sorry, Jim. Well, I was going to have one one final thing, Adam, which is uh, I was working with somebody a short while ago. Uh, and was talking to them about the uh, the relevance of this sort of looking after yourself physically and mentally. And uh, they were talking to them about the demands of their job because they'd been working now for a couple of years and they were working some long hours. Sometimes they were working uh, in long meetings and they had long weeks. And one of the things that they said was they don't have the energy of youth anymore. And uh, this person was 24. So... Um, what I say to you, this this doesn't get any easier as you get older. In fact, it's something that I think becomes more and more relevant. That if you want to use the the knowledge and experience that you've built up, this is another area that's uh, important for you to to get right, so you can use that knowledge and experience, and also sort of challenge yourself around uh, getting better and being as good as you can be. Most definitely, and it's like I said, Jim. It's it it really is a fascinating area, and there's been some really applied um, sort of principles and tips which you've been able to provide, which I hope many people will be able to take away. So, um, thank you very much, Jim. Thank you for your time. Not at all. I've enjoyed talking to you, Adam, as always. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. Um, hopefully, over the next few weeks, we will be um, uploading another one.